0: Hi everybody, welcome back to part two of my amazing interview with Shirella Forster, intuitive Shirella Forster, and she is, a, is an expert in many different esoteric arts, and do you just want to share that with us again real quick, just kind of what are, the, what are the areas that you're an expert in, that you love to teach people?
1: I love to teach people um, numerology, I love to teach the tarot, and also I started out in palmistry, I love astrology, I love anything that gives us a symbol of who we are and I believe that, um, you know, we're supported by those types of symbols. Mm
0: -hmm. Wonderful. Okay. So I'm going to dive into kind of what I, I, we were having a wonderful conversation the other day, and I, I was sharing with you that right now, July 15th, 2018, I think it was maybe a day or two ago, I said, I just feel so lost. I feel so stuck. I just don't understand what's, you know, what's wrong with me. It was my, I became, and it felt like the, the city that I'm in, all the college kids had left and it felt flat. And I remember that same flat feeling in Salt Lake when everyone would leave. And it just, I just didn't like the feeling of feeling like I was vulnerable to the energies around me. And then when you shared with me some information, it helped me not feel so vulnerable. And I got some hope and encouragement. And so that was my main reason. I said, girl, I've got to get this news out to other people. So can you share with me just kind of. You know, well, first of all, I'll say why I believe that astrology is important or the planets is nature, that we're deeply connected to nature. We are influenced by the tides and the moon and the sun and what's going on with solar storms and yada, yada, yada. And um, I believe that we are deeply connected to nature. What is your take on why astrology means anything to a modern day person?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think what you said is the deep connection to nature. It is part of our cosmology. It is the cosmology. So there's a map there and there's information there. There's information in all of nature, right? If you just take time to look and and try to understand um, what nature is reflecting to us constantly on a daily basis. And then when you take it to, you know, a bigger piece with astrology, it's giving us the clues. And there were the ancient... um, Know, tribes, uh, the Celtic tribes, and Native American tribes, or native tribes all over the world that honored these systems. They honored uh, the power of the moon and the sun. And when you take a look at that, I mean, the sun is the masculine energy, the moon is the feminine energy a lot of people are talking about, how, it's, um, how that's something that they're recognizing now. And so when we take a look at the feminine aspects and how the moon reflects that, we take a look at the masculine aspects, how the sun reflects that, and then you can just find so much information in the stars, too. We can't fight against it, right? There's nothing we can do about that. But we can support ourselves in a time when we have, you know, a heads up. This is coming.
0: Okay. So I was sharing with you, wah, wah, wah. I feel really weird. I feel really black. And what, what, do you, what did you share with me? Or what, what can you share with everybody of maybe why June and July has felt different than normal?
1: Yeah. Well, remember last year in August when we had the big solar eclipse and the whole world was up in arms because, you know, we had this total solar eclipse that was really powerful. Well, this summer season brings us three eclipses. So it brings us two partial solar eclipses and it brings us a lunar eclipse and then we go back into another partial solar. So nothing like what we saw last year with the total solar eclipse, but a partial solar eclipse is still very powerful. So we just went through that on the new moon. Um, which was Thursday in America, Friday, and some other parts. But um, we also had seven planets that were retrograding. And so we had Jupiter, which is the planet that rules love, luck, and money. It also rules Sagittarius, lady. So for you, this is really important that your planet is, is active and visible, right? So what, uh, what happens when a planet retrogrades is it just means it's inactive. It's like, think of it like it's taking a nap. I'm going to take a nap.
0: So Girl, I'm all about naps.
1: <laughs> so Jupiter's been napping basically and it became active and it went really far. It, it took a far nap. It was like, okay, I'm going to go into deep sleep, not just kind of a little nap. So it moved through all these degrees backwards and that doesn't matter as much as what you need to know is You know, on July 10th, Jupiter decided to rear its head back to activity. So that makes us feel better, right? We feel like, oh, our luck, our love, our money, our success, it feels um, easier. So that we're not having such a hard time with moving forward. We still have Mars that's um, retrograde, which is making it hard to get our energy up. So what I've been hearing and what I experienced was extreme tiredness. I mean, just ultimate tiredness. And I'm embarrassed to tell you this, but I did. (laughs) I went and stayed at a hotel because I was convinced that I had um, carbon monoxide poisoning because my kids were super tired and I was tired and that just never happens. I mean, I'm never tired. So I ran at like 1230 at night to go stay at a hotel overnight until I could get my um, carbon monoxide thing working and tested. So sure, something was going on because we were so lethargic. But what I should have done is just do my natural thing is look to the stars is to understand like everyone's tired. So as soon as I started having that conversation with you conversation with some clients, some other people, I understood that everyone was feeling extremely tired. So when Jupiter comes back, it's going to give us a little bit of a boost. We'd still have, um, Saturn retrograding. That's, that's not so bad, but honestly, um, it's kind of keeping those challenges at bay a little bit, but that's why we were feeling such a weird,
0: weird energy. Okay.
1: Plus, we plus we had a, you know.
0: okay. So, so just to totally dumb it down for the rest of us. So, how far back have we been feeling tired?
1: We have been feeling tired since about mid-June. So this is a summer eclipse season.
0: Okay. Because I know I have something going on in my 12th house, which is Scorpio, all year, almost for me until November, which it makes me sleepy. It's – you're getting information from your dreams, you know. So my sign is in the 12th house, which is Scorpio, which is – so – basically I'm having a very sleepy year so this energy on top of that that. I told you I had to delay our conversation today by half hour because I was like I cannot get up I'm just like I need like 10 hours of sleep every night it's crazy
1: well did you start to feel better I know you're still feeling it, but you you
0: start to feel better in the last three days. I have completely, and that's what shocks me. And you told me that is because what? Jupiter
1: was in retrograde.
0: But it's come back. No. Yeah. It came back.
1: Yeah, so everyone knows about Mercury in retrograde, right? Right. Like, let's talk about this 20 years ago, but now there's memes out there and the, you know, Instagram, the world's talking about Mercury retrograde. And what we know about Mercury retrograde is that it's a time of it three, three or four times a year. And when it retrogrades, it makes communication go off because Mercury is ruled, um, it rules communication, right? the planet that rules communication. And so travel will be off, communication, phone, all those kinds of things. And nobody really talks about the other planets when they retrograde and what that happens, right? So and
0: that's why we're talking to you right <laughs> now.
1: <laughs> well, and that's why it's important to look at that, but it's been an un- usually we don't have this many planets retrograde. It's very rare. So we all feel it when Mercury retrogrades because it's happening. okay several times a year but when Jupiter which gives us our it's the benevolence it's the planet of expansion as well so it asks us to expand and to be bigger it's also the biggest planet right so it's challenging us to think bigger what what can you do like how can you make more money how can you expand your brand how can you be have a bigger business how can you reach more people those kinds of things so when that's retrograde we're having a hard time you know, even moving forward, because we're not feeling the instant uh,
0: return on investment energetically. Exactly. So you're saying from the from the middle of June until just three days ago, that was going on that a, a retrograde in the normal expansive energies that that I live on basically. So that explains why I felt completely out of sorts and lost and not myself. Like, where's my energy? Where's my, my vision? I really didn't have vision. I was just, I felt like a turtle in the mud.
1: <laughs> well, That is so interesting. Cause now you know, like the whole world was feeling it. If you're also having this extra challenge with Scorpio in your 12th house and you're feeling tired anyway, then you were going to be specifically challenged by that. What's interesting that you're bringing up the vision is now is the time to create vision, right? We just came through the new moon period. We're still in that window as of today. I believe the two weeks after the new moon is still the the perfect time to manifest. Now we had a new moon on a Friday. Friday is always ruled by Venus. Venus is the goddess. If you're born on a Friday, you should be a goddess. It's the goddess. day. Now it happened to be, july 13th 13 was always honored by the divine feminine it was the fe- the day of the feminine if you will now my personal feelings are when patriarchy became in charge which is most of our 2000 thousands and thousands of years um they made that like friday the 13 was a spooky day and it was a day that you know was unlucky in all of these myths that aren't true it's actually one of the most supportive days and when you look at it and new- you numerologically, the four is the manifestation number. It's about building from a foundation of, you know, a solid foundation like looking at it like that. It's also rooted into the ground, the four. So it's a very powerful number to manifest with. I also believe that our founding fathers utilized astrology to make sure that they, you know, had this opportunity to utilize the 13 specific.
0: So I want like the farmer's to... almanac like people using the, the, the understanding of nature the farmers almanac you know the founding fathers you're just talking about that I'm just relating this to practical people who are like oh you know, <laughs> you know people actually plant seeds by the moon so what you're talking about right now is that we're in a window where it's time to plant seeds mentally to create what we want. So for me, that's, oh my gosh. I think we just lost our, her connection. Got, um, I'll come back. We'll come back.